Hey everybody, welcome into Frosted Takes. We took a long break there, and we released an episode that we had recorded in 2021 with my friend Moggy. Since then, my producer, who we know as Chauncey, has decided to step away from the program and focus on life obligations. So now we have my new producer, who is taking over the role and doing a very good job at it so far. His name is, well, you know him as Jay. He was on the Duncan Carmel Macchiato episode. And he is, his actual name is Levi. That's another thing. We're going to go by real names now. We had made a choice to go by pseudonyms before, but now we're probably going to use our real names because we don't actually care. Who cares if anybody knows our real names, right? Right? Levi? Right. Okay, yeah. So who cares? Uh, but we're entering a new era of the program. We're going to try to be more consistent, have a bi-weekly release schedule, bi-weekly record schedule. Eventually, my goal is to, I've been having a lot of friends on my podcast, and that's not ever going to stop. I'm going to continue to do that. But I also would like to eventually have people that are maybe in the serial community, people that I know from my Instagram account, at serialist.z, and maybe even you. If you want to be on the podcast, reach out to me, at serialist.z. We can possibly have you on the show. We're going to try to be more consistent about this. This is going to become a big focus for me again. I had stopped kind of focusing on Serial as a passion for a while there, about a year. I've recently started getting active on Instagram again. We're going to record the podcast. We have a lot of fun episodes planned, including a Valentine's Day episode with my girlfriend. (laughs) And uh, a March Madness-themed episode, which if you follow college basketball, you know that's the greatest time of the year. That's Christmas for me, March Madness. Yeah, both of us. That and Daylight Savings Time are my favorite holidays. Yeah, we love hanging out around March Madness. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get into it. Uh, this episode's going to be me and uh, Levi, my new producer. We're going to just kind of do a transitional episode, get a feel for things, get back into the swing of things, and really figure out where we're going, what direction we're heading for the future of this podcast. So I hope you guys continue with us on this serial journey. I am your serial Sherpa. I will never not be. I'm I'm your guide, your serial guide. And Levi, let's, hey, Levi, yeah, are yeah. We, we're not getting into the episode yet. This isn't just an introduction, but can we talk about something here? Sure. You are maybe not you're not you don't love cereal like I do. No. You like cereal, but you don't love it. Sure. But you're overtaking this role. Yeah. And that's because you are a very productive person. You are good <laughs> at what you do. You set your mind to something and you mm-hmm. become good at it. Mm-hmm. And I think you're already doing an amazing job. Oh, I just wanted to point that out. Oh. I wanted to give you shout outs right at the beginning of the episode before we get into it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I, I am excited about this. I have a lot of interest in um, production, so this is going to be a learning experience uh, mm-hmm. for both of us, primarily me, as I learn the ins and outs of recording a podcast. Uh, you may notice in the next episode uh, some audio quality issues as we kind of figure things out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, that stuff gets cleared up pretty quickly, and uh, you bear with us as we uh, we're in a new studio. Yes, we are. So, um, we are. It's a beautiful one. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, I can't wait to be a part of this. Yeah, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. Like w- our previous producer, Chauncey, works in the audio uh, technology field. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Audio technology? Audio, sure. yeah, whatever. He's an audio Video person. arts? Or audio Audio arts. video arts, yeah. He is, that's his job. So now that it's transitioned over to you, who you're yeah. working. And it's not my job, but no, I. that's why I'm excited about it. Exactly, Something, It's yeah. a new way for us to hang out mm, oh yeah which because we barely did that <laughs> for a enough. long time there we're long time best friends known each other since eighth grade yeah. and just you know what you get older life comes up mm-hmm. you got to come up with excuses to hang out like recording a serial podcast in your basement yeah. stuff like that yeah okay so on this episode we we do have some fun things planned i uh 
I don't you might remember if you listened to the first episode with Levi where we refer to him as Jay uh, when we, the Duncan Carmel Macchiato episode we for the Mr. Breakfast segment uh, Sultana brand was the the cereal of the Mr. Breakfast. Yeah, segment. we didn't talk about it very long. I think we moved on pretty quickly because it seemed a little boring. It did seem boring. Well, the good news is that's the cereal we're reviewing today on this podcast. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, stick around. We have a lot of fun things planned. Thanks for listening to Frosted Takes. Stay crunchy. Let's go. Let's go. Frosted Takes. We're back on Frosted Takes. We're going to do something a little different maybe this episode. Uh, I, what we realized, I was talking to Levi before the episode, is I, I'm i the cereal lover. I'm the biggest fan of cereal in the room in every episode so far. And something that we have not yet done is interview me. Figure out my history with cereal, my likes, my loves. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Levi. He's going to ask me cereal questions this time. Levi, how are you going to do that? What are you doing? Um, well, I'm going to ask the set questions that you ask all of our guests, and uh, we're just going to see how it goes. I'm obviously not an interview expert like you are, but we'll see what happens. I know the questions. I can read sentences, so we'll start from there. You can read sentences? I can. That's impressive right there, honestly. Yeah. I can barely do that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i actually very flattered that you said that I'm an interview expert Yeah. based on the four episodes of amateur podcasting that I've done so far, but I really appreciate that, and I'm actually really excited because I love talking about cereal, yeah. and I know that you aren't as big of a cereal fan as me. No. But you don't hate cereal. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm not a monster. <laughs> what am I, some kind of sociopath? <laughs> I think it'll be fun. And, yeah. yeah I think it's, it'll be fun for the fans to learn more about you. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I don't think they really have had the chance other than they following you on uh, the social medias. Well, even on Instagram, I'm kind of – I. I'm a little bit enigmatic. I don't, I've only posted a picture of myself one time on my main feed, rarely do it on my stories. Uh, and I just, I kind of keep the focus on cereal there. So I think to get behind the mind of a cereal fanatic, I think it's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. You want to get into the interview? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Cool. Can you guess what the first question is? What's your, sis- what, um, What's sister? your sister? <laughs> What's your si- who's your sister? <laughs> Uh, uh, that's a very personal question, Levi. Uh, what's your history with cereal? What's your first ever memory cereal of memory. cereal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's a way to talk over the question. I love it. I love <laughs> stepping on questions. So this is great mm-hmm. because the reason – so the reason these questions are the way they are is because they all came from my own experiences. Okay. I have a very distinct first memory with cereal, yeah. and it's not going to sound good. It's going to sound that's weird so. that I'm such a big cereal fan once you hear this. Okay. But – my first ever memory with cereal, I mean, I'm sure I had had it before this point, but when I think of youngest, farthest back that I can think of mm-hmm. in a cereal, mm-hmm. in my old house that I used to live in as a child, yep. uh, there were cabinets that were ground level that I could reach that had the cereal in them. And okay. I would go to them and I would get the cereal out. Mm-hmm. And one time, I think I was probably maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. And one time I went to them and got a box of cereal out. And there were dead kittens in it. What? <laughs> Can dead you believe that? Kittens? Is that where you expect? Is this like the first time being in that house, or you no. lived in the house for a while? I was born into that house. Okay. So okay. we had been there for a while. There were dead kittens into it, mm-hmm. and I don't like. I only remember seeing them. I don't remember anything else really about the story. I don't even remember what cereal it was. Okay. I remember it was a red box. So it could have been tricks or maybe Lucky Charms. But, uh, yeah, there were dead kittens in it. So I, I have this memory, but I don't really – it didn't make sense to me until my mom told me the real story of this, which is that somehow our cat had had a litter of kittens and they died. Mm. And she didn't know what to do with them. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why she didn't just throw them in the trash can. Yeah. Is that what I, is that what you would yeah, have done? You would think you dispose of the bodies. Yeah, you always <laughs> dispose, dispose of, of the bodies. bodies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. But she she got rid of them or hid. I th- okay, this is what I think she was doing. Mm-hmm. I think she was hiding them from us. And her idea was to put them in the cereal boxes for maybe, the day. Maybe it was like a quick decision. She heard you guys coming. She's like, oh, i got to put the kitten somewhere. That's Let's entirely possible. Yeah. yeah, I think that's possible. I'll throw them in the cabinet in the cereal box. <laughs> Their favorite thing. They will go in the cereal yeah, box. They will never. Who would go in a cereal box? Not a child. Uh, yeah, but so I that she did that. And then the part that I don't remember that happened is when she found me, mm-hmm. I was playing with them like <gasps> toys. Oh, I was playing oh, with the no. dead kittens as if they were stuffed animals, mm-hmm. like the prize in the cereal box. <laughs> don't you remember when cereal had good prizes in them? Yeah. Like, like dead kittens? Yeah. And maybe as a child, you thought these are really cool toys. Exactly. Like maybe every cereal box has little stuffed kittens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every, it's well, life did, size. Yeah. Did you know they were dead. I know. I don't think that that had an impact on me mm-hmm. uh, to move into a less depressing memory we skip much further in time here to go back to my first cereal memories because obviously i remember eating cereal as a child but not like anything distinctive like i I don't i can't remember anything like that but i do remember the first time i started getting obsessed with cereal Mm -hmm. and that was when there's two two specific times and they both happened around 2000 2001 uh, that's something you will learn about me is that I'm very weird with my memory. Do you know this, Levi? <laughs> yes. I can name specific years for things you all the time. The I, Oracle. I have a strange, oh. very specific memory. I time date. Everything in my head is time stamped. But around 2000 and 2001, Star Wars Episode Two, I think, might have been one, came out. And they released a special edition serial that was Star Wars that had one box had Obi-Wan on it. I think another one had Qui-Gon Jinn and maybe another one had Yoda, but they were like, they were like holographic, like shiny, chrome. And it was so cool to me. I loved it. And the cereal was awful, obviously. Most licensed cereals are terrible. 90% of the time a licensed cereal is Lucky Charms, but bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, that same thing with this. But they had lightsaber marshmallows and the box was just so cool. And to this day, I think about if there's one box, that's kind of my holy grail now because a humongous part of me loving cereal is the box design. I love the designs of boxes. That's why I collect cereal boxes. I love the way they look. And that that sparked that for me. So I think that's pretty big. And then the other one uh, was the Pokemon. I was going to ask, are you looking for a specific Star Wars branded cereal? The Obi-Wan one specifically, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the one I I can picture in my head Mm. seeing that on the counter. All right, cereal fans out there, if you have it, you can be a special guest on the podcast. Oh my goodness, yeah. We're going to take some bribery here? (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) Send me this, I'm surely, very expensive box. Or if you can design and uh, handcraft one from scratch, like that might even be better. Even if you just want to draw a picture of it and send it to me. I'd accept that. (laughs) uh, Okay, but that's a big one. And then there was a Pokemon uh, cereal as well that was very similar that came out around the time Pokemon Gold and Silver was released. That was also, I think, kind of shiny. Had Pikachu on the front, I think, holding a spoon, which is cute. Oh, yeah. This, wait, do you think cereal exists in the Pokemon universe? Yes. I know I'm asking the right person. A huge <laughs> fan of Pokemon and Pokemon cereal. Is, yeah. Why wouldn't it? I mean, the universe isn't that different than the fact there's these little mo- uh, pocket monsters running around. Well, animals don't exist. Animals don't exist. No, oh because Pokemon God, do. I never even yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Well, do you know what that means? The implication of that? They eat Pokemon. They must, unless they're all vegan. They're not. There's several times yeah. they show them eating meats. Yeah. Is that that bad, though? I mean, they only... They, they befriend they, these creatures. They talk, I mean, we befriend creatures now, but I guess we don't eat the creatures we befriend. Some of us do. This is all another conversation. <laughs> yeah, let's not <laughs> dive too far into that. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. You know what? We're off on a tangent. But yeah, the Pokemon cereal and the Star Wars cereal, both of those were huge in me, like realizing that I had an interest in cereal boxes. I just like the design of them. Yeah. Do the marketing teams for the brands of the cereal design these boxes, or do you think it's the actual, like, Sonic the Hedgehog marketing team that's doing this? I think that it is designed by the cereal company's marketing team well their graphic design team okay but i think that they use art that is from that's been pre-created by you know like sonic they're not drawing sonic the hedgehog general mills or whoever made the sonic the hedgehog cereal is not drawing him they're taking create art that's already been created and copy pasting it into a background for the most part Mm -hmm. i mean they're professionals this is their job it's they can make it look natural and good Mm -hmm. but they're not drawing it that's a good question though and that makes me want to talk about something else okay Forget your next question. <laughs> right. Interview derailed. I, uh, wow. Okay, hold on. Breaking news. Breaking, mm, no? sure. Okay. We classified as that. So Butterfinger did a thing where they were sending people football jerseys, Butterfinger football jerseys, and I saw that other serial people on Instagram had received them. I reached out to Butterfinger and DM'd them. Yeah. Like a, like a big paragraph, like a long one, like uh-huh. a novel. They just read it a couple of days ago. And didn't respond. Oh, they ghosted me. They, I got ghosted by Butterfinger. You can see they read it, though. It says oh, scene. Look. Oh. Scene. Isn't that sad? They actually looked at it, and then they dismissed me. Wow. Should we boycott yeah. Butterfinger now? I think we should organize uh, some kind of rally. Yeah. My fans. Yeah. The dozens of fans that we have on this show. Yeah. At least one dozen. International. Yeah. Fans we, got a, we, we got a listener in Germany. By the yeah. way, if you are that listener in Germany, I love you. I don't know who you are, but let me know. Reach out to me because I want to know who you are. Yeah, let's organize the fans. Have them all write Butterfinger. I want this football jersey. Yeah. Z. Come on. Yes. Right on the back. I'll wear it every day. Never yeah. mind the fact that Butterfinger doesn't make cereal, <laughs> but they should. This was a while ago, by the way. I sent this on February 10th which would mean last year because we're recording this in january yeah but uh so this was over a year ago that i sent this and they just read i guess maybe they're very backlogged there's a chance that they could still respond to this right yeah yeah get my hopes yeah we love butterfinger hey guys write butterfinger tell them how much you love them i actually do love butterfinger (laughs) that's what i want to i think actually we'll get into this later i want to have a conversation with you later about best candies that could be made into cereals okay where were we we were on to the second question oh we were I mean, now we are. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, we took a long time on that one. I liked that. That was the first question? Yeah. My history with cereal. It derailed into me liking cereal boxes, dead kittens, all that stuff. All right. Second question. What was your favorite cereal as a child? That's a very hard one to answer because in my mind, I instantly go to Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. because that's been my favorite cereal for like the past 20 years at least, mm-hmm. I would say. I'm 31 years old now and I've always loved it. But as a kid, it probably would be something different, but I could not tell you what it was. I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I used to always hate Frosted Flakes. As mm-hmm. a kid, I did not like it, yeah. which is weird because it's very basic. It's just sugar on cornflakes. Mm-hmm. And I like it now, but I always did not enjoy it, and I'm not entirely sure why. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I answered your question with the opposite answer. <laughs> I don't think I like Frosted Flakes either. I think it was... The sugar to crisp ratio was too high. It's a little cloyingly sweet, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Like that word, cloyingly? Cl- sure. Oh. <laughs> Does it exist? Enigmatic. <laughs> Enigmatic and cloyingly? Clo- cloyingly? Cloyingly. Look it up. Google cloyingly. it. It's real. C-L- C-L-O-Y-I-N-G-L-Y. That's another thing. I'm also a very good speller. I went to the county spelling bee as a kid. Yeah, so did I. 
Oh, yeah. We yeah. both did, we didn't we? We both did. Were we at the same one? I don't think so. Cloyingly, not cloyingly. Cloyingly. Mushy or nauseating? If somebody's being cloyingly interested in oh, you. This is great podcasting. Oh, of course it is. Everybody loves it. In a great. way that seems good, kind, or loving, but is too extreme, annoying, or not sincere. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Beautiful yeah. word. I like that word. Okay. Cloyingly. Learned a new word today. Cloyingly. C-L-O-Y-I-N-G-L-Y. Ding, ding. I was going to say, ding, got it. Um, my, if I had to pick a favorite, it's probably going to be Fruity Pebbles okay. for all of my childhood. I did like uh, Honeycombs a lot as a kid, and I think that's probably mostly because of the Honeycombs mascot. Do you remember him? No, I don't. It was a CGI creature of some sort that... Yep, I remember him now. After you're looking at it? Yeah. Oh, it was insane. And But then it was revealed at the end of the commercial or maybe at the beginning that this was actually just a child that had turned transformed to this animal it was very werewolf-esque and it's this it's a kid that's turning into this thing and being crazed (laughs) for cereal it was frightening it would like destroy the kitchen and like break things yeah all for honeycombs uh but yeah no i i i thought i did enjoy that as a kid and the cereal is good too have you had honeycombs oh yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah. For for sure growing up i had honeycomb it's a very unique texture to a cereal. There's nothing quite like like it's crunchy, but it's spongy at the same time. Yeah, I think that's something to do probably with its size too. It seems like a very large cereal yeah. compared to some others. It is. It's big and it's aerated. It's yeah. cushiony. So yeah, to answer your question, it's probably either fruity pebbles or honeycombs. I would say. Thanks for answering my questions. You're welcome. What was your favorite cereal mascot and or commercial? Well, I remember all of them. They've oh, sure. always all stuck out to me. Yeah. Uh, but immediately the first one I think of. And I keep bringing up Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. and the Flintstones. But there's one Fruity Pebbles. Actually, no, it's Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles commercial where Barney is rapping. <laughs> I think I might have mentioned this in a previous episode, actually. But are we going to find it? I think so. Look for, look for rapping to. Barney Cocoa Pebbles. He, he goes, oh, no, it is Fruity Pebbles. He goes, Fruity Pebbles. Mm, one, two, three. Fruity Pebbles. Chocolate. That's not it. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not the one. This one was from like the 90s, early 2000s. Because he goes, Cocoa Pebbles. One, two, three. Cocoa Pebbles. Mmm, chocolatey. That's what sticks out in my mind. That's not it. That's not rapping. That's not rapping. No. Okay, we can't find the commercial, the specific one. If you can find it, I would love that. But I'm starting to think this might be lost media at this point. But it was a Cocoa Pebbles commercial where Barney is rapping. Mm -hmm. And it's from the early 2000s. But, yeah, that one sticks out to me. Also, uh, there was a – so there was a promotion for Captain Crunch uh, where he got lost. They did this promotion twice. Um, Once in the 80s, I think, maybe, before we were born. And once again when we were in the 2000s. But it's where the captain goes missing. And on the box cover, it's uh, where's the captain? Yep, There's a I question. remember that. Yeah, yeah. And the first time, I think they found out he was in space or something, which that's weird. If you're going to space, tell somebody, Captain Crunch. <laughs> Don't just leave. But yeah, he went to space in the first one. And in this one, it was revealed he was on some kind of island. I can't remember what it was called, the name of the island. But he had gone to an island to mine an uh, element called Crunchium. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, crunchy. 
Very valuable element in this universe. That's what mm-hmm. Captain Crunch, I'm assuming, is made out of. Mm-hmm. So he went to a the, an island to mine Crunchium, but it was revealed that he was there and he had these creatures called Crunchlings mining it for him. No, this is a Willy Wonka situation. Is it? I feel like, like it's like a slavery situation. Well, like I mean, he, he goes to this native land and enlists these people to mine their own resources mm-hmm. for his benefit. <laughs> these poor Crunchlings. And then they released a computer game. And this is why I brought this up. This is the most like, uh, like the part that sticks out most of my memory is they released a computer game uh, called Crunchling Adventure. And it was basically like a Tamagotchi. Like you would feed the Crunchling cereal and stuff. And uh, then it would you could like run it in a race or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I just that really sticks out to me is sitting in my computer at the corner of my kitchen with that game in and playing that mm-hmm. on end. Yeah, the Crunchling Adventure. So what cereals are you eating right now? Currently? I have a I have like, so what's your, many. What's your go to though? Like if I know you you experiment with a lot of different cereals through like this review process we go through or mm-hmm. um, you see a new one sent your way but if you're like all right i'm just gonna pop one in right now what what is it so if you're asking like what would be my like my go-to yeah if i don't want something new and i just want something to enjoy something reliable i'm yeah. gonna answer a question that isn't fruity pebbles because that's been my answer every time so far <laughs> uh but actually it, it might now be just rice krispies with sugar on it i love or okay. cocoa krispies i like rice krispies i'm I, it might be obvious to people that know cereal that i really like rice-based cereals because fruity pebbles is rice-based Rice Krispies, Cocoa Krispies. I like rice-based cereals. They have yep. a different texture to them that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something about it. And also, it doesn't have a weird aftertaste like corn cereals do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a go-to for me. I don't really have too many go-tos now because I'm always buying new cereals all of the time. So mm-hmm. I have a plethora, a backlog of cereals to get through at mm-hmm. this point. If you were to see my cereal collection, it's a tote container. Mm-hmm. stacked to the ceiling <laughs> of cereal that I, I need to eat eventually yeah. before it goes bad. I don't know why I thought of this, but are there cereals you ever mix together on purpose? Like maybe Absolutely. you had two boxes that were kind of running low. You're like, mix one bowl together here, and you're like, actually, it goes really well together. Absolutely. So there, the cereal companies caught on the fa- to the fact that people do this. So they started mm-hmm. releasing mix-ups. Mm-hmm. They had one that was frosted flakes and apple jacks mix, mixed together mm. which is a weird pairing to yeah. me don't you think like For it sure. doesn't match texture wise flavor wise but i'm immediately kind of thinking of like an apple fritter like a frosted apple oh. yeah okay i didn't think about that but fr- but apple jacks don't taste like apples Levi. you're right didn't you know that yeah, i don't like know seven. why you eat them when they don't taste like apples <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there are cereals that go very well together this is a very specific one, and oh my goodness, I'm about to mention Fruity Pebbles again. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles and Birthday Cake Pebbles, which was a limited edition release, uh, I think last early 2022, for uh, the Pebbles brand's birthday. Uh, I Those went amazing together. I mixed those together several times, mm-hmm. because Fruity Pebbles don't actually taste like fruit. Like, they have a lemony taste to them, kind yeah. of, maybe. Some kind of citrusy fruit. And then the Birthday Cake, together, it was good. It was like... Mm-hmm. Tastes like I don't know lemon upside pineapple upside down cake okay. lemon yeah, cake yeah, yeah. yeah it was incredible all right if you could make a cereal what would it be oh no I have to answer this question <laughs> yeah. now uh oh all right give me a second here. I actually do know the answer to this question okay and I'm glad that you asked it because it mm-hmm. ties into something I brought up earlier that I wanted to ask you about about the candies oh yeah so a Snickers bar cereal mm. I've always wanted this I think it would be perfect you would have a little tiny uh, I don't know if they would actually be made out of nougat. Uh, but like nougat type clusters. Okay. And then you would have chocolate pieces. I would make them out of rice. 
yeah, maybe have like a Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispie type thing. Mm-hmm. Nougat pieces and then something peanut butter flavored in there to to emulate the peanuts. I don't know what it would, would be because you don't want to put actual peanuts. They put nuts in cereal a lot. Yeah, it I've just never falls, seen, falls never, to the bottom of the bag. It does, but like Honey Bunches of Oats has some that have almonds in it, right? True. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of cereals that have slivers of nuts slivers in them. Slivers have to, yeah. Got to have those slivers. But they don't, you never see peanuts in cereal. So maybe we do just put peanut pieces in it. I think, too, that a peanut around, what's the actual uh, shape, a three-dimensional shape of a peanut? Anyway, it's probably going to slide down to the bottom of the bag where, like, an almond sliver, they don't put full almonds or cashews That's true. in a cereal. Well, then you could do what they do with hot fudge sundaes. They just put, like, chopped peanuts on yeah. top. Yeah. Okay, so I think I've got it. It would be, mm, but I don't want to call it Snickers. I don't want oh, no. I don't want to give them that credit. This is my cereal. Yeah. So what would I call it? It, it has nougat, small nougat clusters, yeah, chopped that? peanuts, and Cocoa Krispies. Yeah, I don't know. What would what would we call this? It's my cereal. It's your cereal. Use yeah. your brand. Cerealist Z? I cereal? guess. Well, that's weird. I don't know. For anybody that doesn't know, a cerealist is a real word. It is a, I guess, scientist, a person that studies grain-type things. Cereal. Cereals are grains. So a cerealist is a real thing. And then Z has... I've always used it as a nickname. My real name is Zane, uh, so I've always used Z-E-E as a nickname. You put them together. Seriously. Seriously, but also surrealist. Surrealist, yes. Yeah, like weird, strange. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the cereal, I know I've come up with it. We'll call it Insane, Insane Nougat Crunch. Ooh. Is that good? Beautiful. That work? Beautiful. Perfect. Mint it. Or just Insane Crunch. We need to come up for, with a mascot for the cereal. Ooh, Okay. A celebrity of some sort, or should I design a character? How many mascots are celebrities for cereal? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's voiced by a celebrity, but it's not a celebrity. (laughs) Very rarely is it voiced by a celebrity. The only one I can think of is Dawes Butler, which is stretching the line of celebrity very thin. Yeah. Uh, But he was he's the was the voice of Captain Crunch, but also the voice of like Rocky and Bullwinkle and, and George of the Jungle. All right, so mascot. mascot. It's not a Snickers uh, themed cereal, so we can't use. No, but I am very, I am very intrigued by the idea of having Joe Pesci be the mascot for yep. this cereal. <laughs> yeah, and I thought of that because there was a, a Snickers commercial yep. where Joe Pesci is, uh, you know, like you're not yourself. you're being a grouch. Yeah, you're not yourself. You need a Snickers, and it's Joe Pesci. Yeah, but can I at least be like hugging Joe Pesci, or like <laughs> yeah, on his not? shoulders or something? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so yeah, we'll settle on Joe Pesci. For the well, and me, yeah, me and Joe Pesci together. Yeah, we'll do like a twins thing where like we're wearing the same suit, like back to back with our arms crossed, cheek to cheek, cheek to cheek. Maybe I'm kissing him on the cheek. Maybe, maybe this is just all. Honestly, this is all a long con for me to just kiss Joe Pesci on the cheek. (laughs) I would do it today if somebody let me. We did it. We did it. I asked questions. You did. I'm taking over this podcast now. That's fine. You can have it. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) No, just kidding. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. After we come back, we're going to review Sultana brand. Are you excited about this cereal, Levi? I cannot wait. Yeah? You're a big fan of the Sultana brand line. Actually, this is Sultana brand Buds, which I don't oh. know if you've noticed, but they're a pillow cereal. Ooh, much been, like Toops. Mm, I've been anticipating a pillow cereal ever since I listened to that episode, so cannot wait. You've been dreaming about pillow cereals? Uh, yeah, sometimes I turn over <laughs> in the middle of the night and start just licking my pillow. Just gnawing on it? Wishing yeah. it had some chocolate inside. Well, your dreams are about to come true. When we come back from the break, we're going to review Sultana brand Buds. Stick around. 
Roasted takes. Welcome back to Frosted Takes. We're getting ready to review Sultana brand cereal. Levi, do you remember why this cereal is pertinent to us? Why this is a relevant cereal to mine your relationship? Because we did the Mr. Breakfast segment? Yes. And yeah. this is the one I picked. I don't remember which number it was. Do you remember? No. I remember it was what 888. Was it? 888. Mm-hmm. Dispatch Classifieds. That's right. Yes. Okay. I do remember that too. Yeah. So on the Levi episode, which where he was known as Jay... Uh, back when we were using pseudonyms because we were mysterious. Uh, we did the Mr. Breakfast segment, and Sultana brand was the result. Actual, regular, real Sultana brand, the kind that we came up with or mm-hmm. that we pulled up from Mr. Breakfast was from the UK, and that's just basically raisin brand with a specific type of raisins that come from Sultana grapes. This is Sultana brand Buds, okay. which is completely different. It's a pillow cereal, which which means that it is you know pillow-shaped and it has a filling. It's- like tubes yep. from the previous episode mm-hmm. and crave as most people most people most cereal fans know what crave is mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean it actually looks really good i think it's looks delicious i like pillow cereals like most more often than not if they're not way too crunchy i think that they're good how would you uh equate this to like a, a cereal not in terms of the pillowy cereal but in the fact that this is a buds like is this like a cheerios and then it, the buds is a qualifier like frosted or so what i would say it is is original sultana brand like i said it's like raisin brand so it would be Mm -hmm. flakes corn flakes and then raisins okay uh what the reason why they're adding buds is because to them the pillow the pillowy shape is like a bud a whole new thing yes yeah i real quick before we start reviewing anything about the cereal yep want to get into a little fun side fact about this Recently, my girlfriend, she is big into Squishmallows, and she has a friend that lives in Australia who sends her Australian Squishmallows. And she, like, mentioned, like, hey, my boyfriend likes cereal. If you want to send Australian cereal, you can. Mm-hmm. So friend of hers from Australia sent us cereal. I didn't – I did not pick any out, I don't think. Okay. But, it was all blind. Here's a bunch of cereals. Yeah, here's blind. Australian cereals. Yeah. And she sent the – she sent Sultana brand. Which I thought was hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah, just out of nowhere, that's the one that she sent because. <laughs> and it's not even the boring one. It's a interesting one with a mascot on it. Exactly. The Wait, what kind of mascot? Are we going? Let's get into the box review. Now. All right, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. What What is the mascot, Levi? Um, is he a squishmallow? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he is a purple monster, purple puppet. He kind monster. of looks like a character that would be in uh, Monsters Inc. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like he that. looks like a Monsters Inc. character. Yeah. Big. He's a he's a purple monster with sharp teeth and he clearly loves Sultana brand. Yeah, they're not too sharp, they're a little rounded off. He's not too scary. I think that if they had made those pointy, it would have been a little more terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'd be a very frightening <laughs> mascot. But he looks happy and excited to eat his buds. Yeah, I feel like it's like most cereal mascots, like the one thing you need to be scared about with them is their obsession with their cereal. Mm-hmm. Don't become don't come between him and his Sultana brand, and you'll be okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you might lose your arm. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's a little uh, information here on the side of the box. Uh, who is the Hunger Monster? It, this That's what this character's name is, the Hunger Monster? No. His name is... <laughs> okay. So he actually filled this out. It looks like there's a there's a, like a piece of paper ripped from a notebook. Is and, it in his handwriting? Yes. Can I see it real quick? Hold yeah. on. Um, okay. He's got better handwriting than I do. Cool. Name, buddy. Um, what do you think his favorite film is? Hmm. Okay, I'm guessing it's monster related. Mm-hmm. Monster, the 2003 Uma Thurman film. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it says. Was that it? I get it. It says monster in the parentheses. The The 2003. 2003. Okay, good. No, he's got good taste. It's the movie you already mentioned. Oh, Monsters Inc. Yes, they are allowed to write that on the box. Uh, Well, he wrote it with a K. Monsters. Interesting. Favorite food. I'm. I've got to guess (laughs) that it's Sultana Brand. Uh, Particularly his uh, the buds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Favorite song. Oh, stop. Hold on. I feel like I can figure this out. You can um, totally figure it out. Can I? Okay. Uh, monster, monster. Uh, yep. The monster mash. You got okay, it. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Favorite sport. Oh, this is going to be a tricky one. This one's tricky because it's not monster related. Is no, it monster trucks? It is. It's monster okay, trucks. Okay. Yeah, no, I got it. It's just everything monster. Never would have thought that was a sport though. Anyway. And yeah, it's on the front of the box going back there. It says Beat the hunger monster. I'm not sure what they're implying there, what they're asking for us to do. Uh, I guess they're asking us to beat the Well, first of all, there's an asterisk. So before we even try and guess, wow. let's find this asterisk and see what that means. Beat the hunger monster. Oh, okay. It's actually better than I thought. So beat the hunger monster. Yeah. Asterisk. Asterisk. Turn the back of the box. Find the asterisk. Yep. Fiber contributes to lac- lactation and the fiber from grains promotes the growth of... not going to attempt to read that word. <laughs> but either way, if you're trying to nurse a baby, yeah. eat this cereal. It encourages lactation. It encourages lactation. And I don't know right. what that has to do with me, beating the hunger monster. Let me see this. Uh, okay. I'm somewhat familiar with lactation. Okay. Fiber contributes to lact- Laxation. Oh, laxation. <laughs> Pooping. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Something I am also familiar with. Yeah. And fiber from okay, okay. That makes more sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was all the bacteria you weren't going to pronounce? I see. Yeah, can you pronounce it for me? Fiber contributes to laxation, and fiber from grains promotes the growth of bifidobacteria and lactobacillus. Wow, you nailed that. Well, maybe I did. Um, Which supports a positive change in the intestinal microbiota as part of a healthy, varied diet. So this is good for your microbiome. Apparently. Yeah, it's it's basically a probiotic cereal then. Interesting. Who is this for? There's fun little kid things and there's talking about helping you poop. This, <laughs> this covers all quadrants. I, th- I was about to say, I think it's a pretty spanning cereal because who wants, like, who is Raisin Bran for? The perception is that Raisin Bran is an old person cereal. Yeah. Yeah, so Raisins. I feel like this might be the Australian equivalent of that, mm-hmm. and they're like, we know older people are going to buy this, or people that need to laxate. Is that a word are for poop? Are we saying that right? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was a word. Laxate. Laxation, laxate. Uh, people that need to poop. Lax. Yep. Am I allowed to say poop on this podcast? Wait, let me check. Yes, we can say okay. that. Okay. Did you check with standards and practices? Yeah. You're okay with it? SEC is good with it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I, I think that th- they probably have that demographic already, and then they added the monster to be like, hey, look, kids, it's mm-hmm. good for you, too. Yep. So, yeah, so we've covered the mascot. I mean, the box itself, it's fine. It, it has a Raisin Bran-esque quality to it. It's purple, mm-hmm. which you think any you know most cereals that have raisins in it are probably going to be purple because if you made it the actual color of raisins, mm. which is what? Dark brown? Dark, dark brown. <laughs> dark, black. dark brown. Yeah. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like with a light tannish color to yep. them or black, yeah. Uh, that would be gross. So mm-hmm. you make it purple instead. The the font's cool. I like it. It's it's kind of got like a 
what word would you use to describe that? It's not like which too, which one the Sultana brand. The Sultana or? brand, yeah. Yeah, it's it's got some flourish to it. Yes, it's fancy. Yeah. It's fancy yeah. looking as opposed to just the straight up like Buds yeah. is written in Comic Sans. Exactly. Yeah, well, you have yep. Sultana brand written all fancy. Mm-hmm. The adult. This is for the people that need to poop, and then yep. you have Buds written in Comic Sans. This is for the kids. Yep. Yeah. Beat the hunger monster. Beat the hunger monster. I like the side of the boxes embracing the snacking aspect of cereal. Just saying, also great for snacking, guys. Yeah. If you want to just pop open a box, you don't have to have it as a bowl of cereal. Which is important because there are a lot of cereals that are not good for eating in milk, like mm-hmm. Toops, yeah. which we covered last time. This one I don't see. I haven't examined the box in its entirety, but nothing. Uh, there's no age requirements like Toops had. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you must be above four <laughs> yeah. and under 40. Um, no, mostly most of the box is dedicated to its nutritional values mm-hmm. and it's mentions the amount of fiber has in it about 40 times. <laughs> well, fiber is spelled F-I-B-R-E, yep. which is how it's spelled everywhere else in the world. Yep. When we're done, we'll probably be using the bathroom That's quite fine. a bit. Yeah. yeah, We'll share it. We're only recording at 10 o'clock at night. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should mention it's Kellogg's, but did we mention that at the top? We did not. It okay. is a Kellogg's cereal. Uh, I don't know why Kellogg's wouldn't have this in America. I don't know. Maybe I, we'll... Bring the revolution here if we love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, if you enjoy a review of this and you want to try it, write a letter to Kellogg's. Mr. Kellogg, say, hey, Mr. Kellogg. John Kellogg himself. <laughs> we demand you release Sultana Brand in the United States. But yeah, the box overall is fine. Um, yeah. I'm ready to start eating it. You want to take one dry bite real quick? Absolutely. I want to smell it first. See okay. if there's anything. It doesn't look, so visually, doesn't look like much. Very no. bland. It looks brown. exactly like Crave. If you've yeah. ever had Crave, it's yeah. a little less corny looking. Crave, I think, is a little yellower, but it's it's a standard pillow cereal. It's got a tan color, you know, long rectangles with a little bit of bulge in the middle. Not much of a smell at all. You actually, if you pick up the whole bowl, yeah, let's try that. It smells like raisins. It smells Ooh, like yeah. smelling a pack of sun made raisins. Yeah, yeah, but not artificially smelling. You no, know? like actual raisins. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all so right, you go. you try a dry piece, and then I'll try a dry piece. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Initial thoughts. Completely flavorless. Yeah, not much there. <laughs> There's nothing. I was glad to see that it wasn't going to break my teeth. It wasn't. Yeah. I was a little nervous about that. Yeah, you thought we were going to have a tube flashback. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's soft. It's it fill. You know, it meets that pillowy mark of actually being like soft. But it's almost less flavor on the outside than Cheerios. You know what it, it tastes like? Me Cheerios. It reminds you of Cheerios. Yeah. You know what it tastes like to me? Mm. Dry. Tastes like shredded wheat, like mm. like frosted mini weights without the frosting mm. on them. Mm. It's got a shredded wheat taste. I just bit one open. Completely hollow. There's no there's no Sultana <laughs> in that at all. You got nothing. all brand. Oh no. Um, let me try that. Hmm. Yeah, there has been zero, no, no. zero Sultana in these so far. <laughs> Each piece I've, I've been about five now. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna bite a little shallower this time. Hold on. Okay, I found one you with found something. One? In, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know yeah. what this is? This is the Fig Newton of cereals, except without much filling. Yeah, there's not much filling, but it has a similar outside flavor. Mm-hmm. Like it's not cookie and doughy like a Fig Newton is. Yeah. But. It has that same like aftertaste, and even the inside, the Sultana, it tastes like it tastes like Fig Newton inside. Like I think this is like if you were to make a Fig Newton cereal, this is what it would taste like. Okay, I found some finally. Well, the problem is I got really excited when I saw the front of the box. Like it's just 
flowing with the jam. This is what okay. This is what we found yeah. out in the Toops review too. Yeah, they underfill every cereal. Ah. Like they're not going to tell you the truth about how much is actually in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because it's nothing. Yeah. No, no it's a. Uh, I'm done eating this dry. We've eaten quite a few. I've eaten a handful. This is more than uh, I think we usually do. Dry. I'm hoping this is like most cereals, where yeah. once you pour the milk in, the flavor will be unlocked. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's some in the coating that will uh, will get in the milk. Yeah, and maybe it blends better together when it sogifies. All right, so uh, I want to point out, I am eating my cereal with a plastic spork, <laughs> which is the optimal way to eat any cereal. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to eat my first bite now. Hmm. I got a little more flavor. How about I did you? too. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. No. Like, it still reminds me of shredded wheat. It's kind of like shredded wheat and raisin bran had a baby. Because I'm tasting the raisin on the back end. Yeah. I'm tasting the shredded wheat on the on the front end. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't hate it at all. But I'm it's, just shocked at the fact that I can taste so much raisin after eating the dry bites where it had nothing inside. <laughs> yeah. It's magic. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, though. Milk really does open the flavor. Like, that's the magical part about cereal. I think we can say definitively, though, right now, also great for snacking, not true. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Not one bit. It was very bland. Mm -hmm. Very bland. And I would never choose that as a snack. I like this better than Toops. I really do. So so Toops was sweeter. Mm -hmm. And I think that if Toops was, was a softer cereal, it would maybe win over. But, like... I could eat this more regularly because it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very subtle flavor. It's soft, which I like. Yep. And it's like I like the raisin flavor. Like I do not hate that at all. I I think that I think that it's got a good flavor. It does have like it's a little bit bland, like a tiny bit bland. Yes. Um and obviously the after the milk that's coming afterwards is not going to be good. Well, let me ask you this. Would yep. you rather have this or would you rather have raisin bran? I've never been a huge fan of Raisin Bran, particularly, to be honest, I can't say I've had Raisin Bran in a while, but I've had Raisin Bran lookalikes. Like, so for a while like, we were like having- Like a Costco version or something like that? Uh, like a healthy, organic version of it. I so like a having, Kashi version. We had for a while, yeah. And I just didn't like it. It was in our house. I didn't really like it because the the raisins they were using- were just super rock hard. I don't know if they were hoping they would like melt down in the milk a little bit, but they were just painful. I will say it's this. I think that that's more specific to the cereal that you're reading. Because Raisin yeah. Bran, I've had it recently. The raisins are chewy, but they're not hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, like The raisins are – like I would eat Raisin Bran Crunch every day of the week. Yeah. I think it's a very good cereal. Yeah. I think Raisin Bran is better. Um, it's not bad by any means. Also, I want to point out, they put the word pillow on the box. Crunchy cereal pillows Aww. with Reet Bran and Sultana taste. Hmm. Good. I'm glad they're acknowledging it. Yeah. The pillow cereal revolution starts with you, Sultana Bran. I, I tell you, I hope this is healthy because, like, if this was a healthy cereal and I needed a healthy cereal to substitute out, I'd be like, ah, this would this be a good uh, thing to rely on. Also, if this is not a healthy cereal... If. Yeah, <laughs> missing the mark big time. Yeah. What a yeah, it's 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 because it's not bad, but it's not good. No, it is like what you would expect out of a healthy cereal. Like if I'm eating Uncle Sam cereal, which you know what that is, right? Uncle Sam cereal? Yeah, no. Uncle Sam. No idea. It's a fiber. It's like a fiber overload cereal okay. that old people eat. The only place I've ever seen was at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. It was not super disgusting. But it was like you could. It was like you could taste the fiber, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm eating that, 
then that and that's what this is, then that's okay. But yeah. if this is bad for you, no, no. absolutely not. It's, <laughs> I would never buy it again because it's it's not worth it. Like no. it's it's not gross, but it's not great. It would not be worth whatever yeah Mm-mm. sugar you were taking in. Also, you did not mention that uh, on the side of the box, Buddy the mascot is riding a monster <laughs> truck, and he's having he's. I'm, I Way mean. too big for it. He's destroying it. <laughs> like, do you really need a monster truck at this point, buddy? You're much larger than the truck itself. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's not bad. It's not great. It's okay. Um, it's better than I thought it would be. When I, we first talked about Sultana brand, I was picturing a much worse cereal Yeah. than what this ended up being. Yeah, we were just reviewing some brand flakes right now. Probably would not have been an entertaining podcast, but... Hopefully. Are we implying that this is an entertaining podcast? I think this has been incredible. Yeah, the, probably... the listeners at home, all ten of them, are riveted right now. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's bad. Uh, what do you want to do? A uh, number rating? Are we still doing that moving forward? Number ratings? Yeah, let's do it. I think we should. Yeah, I'm going to give three separate number ratings. Uh, the reason why I'm going to do the number ratings in three parts here is because I think I should rate the box. I think I should rate the flavor of the cereal, and I think I should rate. Hitting its mark, okay. which is a thing we did before. Yep. Okay. So box, it's fine. It's like it's there's it's not doing too much. It's got a monster that's like maybe a little bit too much of a <laughs> crazy cartoon character for what we're eating here. Yeah. It doesn't fit the theme of the cereal, uh, but it, you know it's not like an annoying or anything. Mm-hmm. And the the clashing of the italicized Sultana brand font and the Comic Sans kid-friendly Buds font is a little weird, too. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not ugly. It's not an eyesore. So, like, I would maybe give the box a, a 6. Okay. Do you agree with that? I will go just a little bit higher, maybe a 6.5, maybe a 7. Mm-hmm. I, I'm giving them kudos for accomplishing what they were trying to do and make it as That's broad. the last rating. That's no, I just rate. mean like the box, like how they're designing it. They're making it as broad as possible. Oh, I see what you're you know saying. Hitting I mean? every demographic. Like they've got the little fun little thing on the side about the monster feeling. I out forgot his. about that. Yeah. Yes. With him in the monster truck, never mind. I changed my rating. It's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really a – this is a great image of him in the monster truck. He's waving to the camera. Yeah. In the monster's ink with the ink spelled wrong – I have to, all right, you know, I'm raising my rating. <laughs> yeah. Seven. You go seven? I yeah, think we're seven. consensus on okay, seven. Yeah, and we seven. didn't mention at the top when it's, when you open it up, it says open up to a world of delicious goodness, which. Oh, uh, so even a little message at the top. Yeah. Seven. Seven out of, seven out of ten for that. Seven. Uh, flavor. This is going to be lower for me. Same. Yeah. I'm going to go maybe five. Mm-hmm. It's very mediocre. Like it's not repulsive in mm-hmm. any way. It's not something that i would like if i go to grandma's house and this is in the shelf i will eat it if it's my only choice yeah but it's not it's not uh it's also not good yeah it's the fig it honestly if you need to know if you need a picture in your mind what this tastes like picture fig newton cereal that's what i swear to god i have the taste of fig newton still in my mouth and it has a little bit of shredded wheat like frosted mini wheats without the frosting on top flavor to it too but yeah uh five out of ten for me what about you See, I'll go a little lower. I was disappointed by the flavor after the pictures on the box, which I know 
you said is like something you just gotta i'm gonna have to start getting used to that and mm-hmm. not <laughs> getting uh amped up by the pictures but i was expecting a jelly filled pillow and i was really disappointed by that but it's not a bad flavor yeah it's not as much as i was hoping for you really feel like it based on the pictures like it's just gonna be overflowing like you're eating a jelly filled donut yeah but no it's it's very minimal i I started getting ideas about peanut butter and jelly cereals where the inside is jelly and the outside is like a peanut butter levi write this down (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so good um yeah i agree uh yeah it's it's it is what it is it's bland it's it's minimal it does what it needs to. Well, I'm going to stop mm-hmm. myself right there because that's the next rating. Does it hit its mark? We've always done this, and it's always been kind of ambiguous because what does that mean? What Does it hit its mark? Yep. So we have to determine that first. What are they aiming for here? I think we talked about this a little bit before, but like, I think they're aiming for a healthy cereal that also appeals to children. Yep. And for that, I'm going to give them a higher rating. It's going to be much higher than my other two ratings. I'll give it an 8 out of 10 because it's not gross, which most healthy, quote-unquote, cereals are not good. Mm-hmm. And they do their best at making a fun little creature for the children to enjoy. It's not a box that looks healthy. Like, I mean, it doesn't look unhealthy, but it doesn't look like, you know, like, uh, what's a good example of a healthy cereal? I can't think of one off the top of my head. Total. Total. Yeah. It doesn't look like a total box. No. It's it's more fun than that. So I think that they hit their their mark decently well with that. And they made a pillow cereal, which Mm -hmm. not there's not a ton of them, but the ones that are, you know... Tubes, for example, way too hard. This yep. was soft enough to chew. So, yeah, I think I think that they hit their mark decently well. Eight out of ten for hitting their mark. Your thoughts? So, yeah, I think I agree with everything you were saying there. I, I would I would give it an eight as well. I think they are well balanced in how they're marketing this on the box and uh, what they end up delivering in the cereal itself. Um, I keep thinking now that if there was just a little bit of glaze or icing on there. This cereal could be improved greatly. I had not even thought about that. But yeah, yeah a, a a frosting coating, shredded yeah. mini wheat style. And it wouldn't have to be that much sugar no. to make it unhealthy, but just a little bit extra. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not just put a little bit of frosting on the top yeah. and lean into that? It, w- it would be delicious. So yeah, I mean, overall, in general, I would say it's like, you know, we had our three separate ratings. Yeah. It, it probably falls... Overall, in like the high six, yeah. mid to high six rating. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yeah, I wouldn't want to go too much higher than that. No, absolutely not. Like, I'm not going to special order this from Australia for any reason. Yep. And if you're a listener out there, I mean, you can tr- do that if you want and try it and give us your thoughts. Uh, DM me on Instagrams at serialist.z and let me know what you think. And, uh, or you can email us at frostedtakesusa oh, at gmail.com. Great job. I was going to say that. That's what I was leading up to with my high-pitched noises. I knew you were. I was yeah, thank you. Cutting you off. Yeah, we have an email now. What, what, what is it exactly? frostedtakesusa at gmail.com. Yes, frostedtakesusa at gmail.com. Email us any questions, any thoughts, anything. You can reach out to me on Instagram at serialist.z or you can message us there if you have thoughts, segment ideas. Even if you want to be a guest on the program, reach out there and we'll, we'll get back to you. So we're done reviewing Sultana brand buds. After the break, we're going to do our Mr. Breakfast segment. I'm going to get to pick the Mr. Breakfast cereal for a change. I'm so excited about Finally, this. Finally, after all this time, oh, you I've get I've been waiting choose. almost two years now to do this. Well, that's true. Yeah. Hopefully, we get something good and not like Sultana. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Who is your frosted and what does he take? All 
All right, welcome back to Frosted Takes. Uh, we're going to do our final segment here. It's a segment we've done a couple of times before, the Mr. Breakfast segment. So basically, if you haven't listened to the program before, we pick a number between 1 and 1,000. I think there's probably higher numbers on the website, but I 1, one in 1,000 is a good clean range for us to choose from. Mr. Breakfast has cataloged most cereals to ever exist on his website, and our random number will generate a random cereal for us to discuss. I have not yet got to pick a number. You did on your episode, and it ended up being Sultana Brand. I will tell you, I'm plucking in numbers right now, and I'm getting at least up to 1,500. Really? Ooh, 1,750. No way. Yeah, I tried 2,000. I did not get Let's anything. stop at 1,750, I think. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay, so I'm going to go with the last four digits of my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, let's say I'm just going to pick four numbers at random. One, two, three, one. One, two, three. 1,231. We've never crossed... The 1,000 barrier. 1,000 barrier. We have not, and we're about to right now. Now, before you tell me what it is, yep. I would like you to give me hints, and I try and guess it. All right. Let's go with a brand. Is it is it name brand? Like, is it a Kellogg cereal? It is not a... Is it Ralston? It is not. It's a, it is a name brand. Okay. Um, It is one that I'm familiar with. Maybe that's a clue. Okay, so it's probably either Post, General Mills, or Kellogg's. Or something on the healthy aisle? Kashi? No, not Kashi. Okay. Yeah, I do think we need to figure out the brand first. That's important. Maybe. Okay. I don't think it's going to help you that much in the end, but let's start there. It was introduced in 2009, so it's not a very old cereal. Is it Gorilla Munch? Nope. Oh, okay. What brand is Gorilla Munch? I have no idea. It's it's a very weird. You see it in Kroger. Yeah. yeah. It has all the, there's like all those animal cereals. There's like a rhino one and a gorilla one. Mm-hmm. It's not that brand? It is. N- I don't think it is. No, no, no. It's not. Okay. What's it start with? What's the brand start with? Actually, S- tell you what. Just tell me the brand. Cascadian Farm. Yeah. I, okay. I do know this brand. Yeah. Um. Are they only at Costco? Mm, no, I think I've seen them at Kroger. Okay. I don't know. It seems like Mr. Breakfast is using an old logo of Cascadian Farms because I'm re- remembering now as I Google Cascadian Farm, they certainly have a more refreshed logo, and I would get their Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really? Yeah. So they make like other – they make like knockoff versions of made Fruitful lo- O's, Honey Nut O's, but their Cinnamon Crunch, we were getting for a but while. But they're all, they're all organic type cereals. Yes. Okay, yep. interesting. So maybe this might not be what I'm thinking at all. Maybe I don't even know what Cascadian Farms is. So is this one of those, one of those like knockoff types? It is actually. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Um, let's see if I can give you any more clues. Um, yeah, we'll just cut to the chase here. So it's been described on the front of the box as, quote, yummy organic whole grain squares, lightly sprinkled with cinnamon and sugar. It's the Cinnamon Toast Crunch version of the Cascadian Farms version cinnamon. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like how that was the first example you gave, too. Like it's, <laughs> They make like a Cinnamon Toast Crunch type. Um, so let's Man, pick a new one. I really thought I'd throw you off with that. But I think this is the <laughs> one I used to have a lot. Uh, all right. How about this? 939. Remember when you thought this was alphabetical? <laughs> is it not? You picked over 1,000 and it was C. I think that it is alphabetical to some extent. Oh, God. This one's terrible. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Just tell me what it is. I don't even want to guess. <laughs> um, it's uh, Abbott Nutrition brand 
glucerna, crunchy flakes, and strawberries. What? <laughs> glucerna? What does that mean? Glucerna makes uh, like uh, protein shakes that maybe like a pedia shake, or maybe it's for old people. I don't know. So we're just picking a bunch of nasty crap. Yeah, we uh, we're, we're going one more. I'm not letting out. my Mr. Breakfast segment be defined by these cereals. Oh, just to clarify, the, the glucerna, crunchy flakes, and strawberries is a cereal created for people with diabetes. Um, clinically shown to help manage blood sugar levels has how many votes for best all-time greatest cereal i'm gonna say it's not that low because if you know if people with diabetes love it that's cool it has its fandom maybe like 16 15 look at me go yep uh okay last one last one last one if it's this is a dud then we're done 212 interesting is this a good one then i think so Three thousand votes for all-time greatest cereal. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have But it's, so it's based on like some kind of like media though, right? Or a toy or something? No. This was entirely a brand new thing, I think. Really? If I'm scanning this correctly. I am vaguely remembering this, but I So when you say remember, you mean like this is not a cereal that exists anymore? I don't think it does. So it was introduced in 1970. Okay. And does it have a fun does it have a fun mascot? Do you know what it is? I'm already starting to feel like I do. <laughs> do you want to go ahead and guess? No, because I want to feel dumb if I'm wrong. Okay. Is the mascot out of this world? Okay. What do you mean out of this world? Like an alien creature? Yeah. No. Okay, read me some of the facts then. I'm reading things and everything I'm seeing would give it away be probably to you. Um, That's fine. That's in the goal. Tw- in 2000, the year 2000, it was given an overhaul, new illustrations. Let's see. It's a corn and oats cereal. Okay. It's supposedly healthy. Okay. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I never had it myself. Probably not. Um, crunchy. Okay. <laughs> Being very vague. Cereal-like. Um, Goes it, great with milk. <laughs> PepsiCo is the parent company. No way. Who does PepsiCo own? I don't know. Who? What? Quaker. Quaker. Okay. Yeah, you've got me stumped right now. <laughs> he, The mascot has had quite a few iterations, it looks like. Oh, God, we have so much to go through. There's a commercial no! on this website. <laughs> oh, Give me man. better hints. Lots of toys. Uh, toys? It's this popular. Yeah. Three. All based off of a cereal. It's its own original idea. And it got that popular? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so there was a whole controversy in the name because the federal regulatory agency disallowed the use of part of the name in the product for a while. Is it King Vitamin? It is King Vitamin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, (laughs) I'm glad we got this one. King Vitamin is one of my all-time favorite cereals, and they weren't allowed to spell vitamin the way it's supposed to be spelled because there's not a lot of vitamins in it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just now reading or seeing the box. It says Vitaman. Vitaman, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. King Vitamin and me have a long history. Uh, One of our mutual friends, who I will tell you off air, uh, we used to tell each other there were jokes on the side of the box that were so bad. Mm -hmm. The worst jokes and riddles of all time. Like, what's the king's favorite time of day? Like, that'd be one of the riddles, and the answer would just be like, noon. (laughs) Like, it (laughs) it wouldn't even be like a joke. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I love King Vitamin. They discontinued that, like, Probably around like 2013, 2014. Okay. And it made me very sad. But I've actually talked to other people recently that were like, yeah, why did they stop making King Vitamin? Hmm. And I don't know. I didn't know that was a Quaker cereal, though. 
That yeah. would maybe explain why they don't make it anymore, because I don't think Quaker's still in the serial game. I'm so glad that we ended with that one. We had two duds, and then we had King Vitamin. <laughs> yeah, we I, did. I loved King Vitamin. I wonder where King Vitamin ends up on the top uh, greatest serials of all time. You just time. said that he had th- it had 3,000 votes. It's yeah. a beloved serial. So you never had it? No, I never did. Okay, so it was like... It was not mind blowing. There was nothing crazy about it. It was basically kind of like Captain Crunch. It was like Captain Crunch with like a little bit. Like I can see why they named it King Vitamin because I would say it feels it feels like it had a little bit of a healthier taste. Like it tasted maybe a little less sweet than Captain Crunch did, mm-hmm. but it was still good. It was good. Like it was blow Sultana brand out of the water. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love I loved King Vitamin and I would love for it to come back. Listeners, I'm rallying you again. Get King Vitamin back on the shelves you guys have a lot of work ahead. you of really you. do you need to what was the other what did we say <laughs> I, don't earlier? Remember I, don't, I think we wanted sultana brand in the you u.s but not anymore yeah. forget that one scratch that one off the list uh king vitamin get that back so you were looking at the uh mascot overhaul it used to be like a scary old man yes yeah it's frightening well okay so originally king vitamin the first yeah so it used to be like kind of like a 60s style cartoon kind yep. of kind of like a rocky and bullwinkle style um and then it turned into a scary old man that's the one yeah. i was referencing and then this is the one i grew up with it was like a more 90s style cartoon yeah purple robe yeah. big beard friendly yeah. guy yeah he looks like a wizard yep, yep. purple robed wizard yep. which comes up often in cereal we found mm-hmm. but yeah that's the king vitamin i remember but, uh, what does he have to say about about it there at the end the revamped king vitamin who appears on cereal boxes today it was introduced in 2000 the character marks a return to using an illustrated mascot for the cereal the current king looks wiser and almost wizard-like compared to the feisty, red-headed, mustachioed king who oh, introduced wow. the serial in nineteen seventy. So I like how they mentioned that it's wizard-like, but he looks wiser. I don't <laughs> no, agree. Really. He yeah. looks very dumb. He's, he totally his mouth does. is completely agape. His spoon is much too large for his cereal, <laughs> and he's pouring the milk willy-nilly into the bowl. Yep. I would not agree that he looks wiser. Wizard-like, yes. Not wise. I like this part. While we have no video proof of King Vitamin III's personality, it's assumed that the first king was a little tougher and funnier than this happy guy. Why is that assumed? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't understand. Like, why is this person, uh, Mr. Breakfast, I don't know who you are. Hey, can we make a goal right now? Let's get Mr. Breakfast on the podcast. We Breakfast. really do. He is enigmatic. Totally. Yeah, we don't know what he looks like or anything. Yeah, I would love Mr. Breakfast to be on the on the podcast. And I feel like he would come on, too. Don't you think? Give it a shot. All right, I'm going to reach out to him. Mr. Breakfast, if you by chance happen to be listening already, come on on. Reach yeah. out to me. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, I feel like we had a lot of fun reviewing Sultana Brand. Do you agree? Was I, that fun? Yeah, it was a blast. Was that the, Is that the word you would describe Sultana Brand as? Fun? Mm-hmm. Fun with buds. Fun with buds? <laughs> yeah. That could be the tagline for this episode. Fiber. Fun, fun with buds. Fiber fun with buds. Fiber fun with buds. With we are part. going to be pooping mercilessly later. Yeah, we uh, the clock's ticking right now. I'm pretty sure we inhaled a metric ton of fiber, according to this box. <laughs> they remind you several times how much fiber is in this. If you guys enjoy the show, please reach out to me on Instagram at serialist.z. Don't forget about the email. You can email us too now. What's that email? FrostedTakesUSA at gmail.com. Yeah, please fill us up with questions there. And uh, yeah, just like and subscribe and keep listening. I, I, I appreciate anybody that listens to this at all. We don't have a humongous listener base yet, but uh, every, every single person that does listen, I really, truly appreciate it. And we're going to focus very hard on this podcast and make it into as big a thing as it could possibly be. Hopefully have great content for serial lovers out there moving forward into the future. And or even if you don't like cereal and you just like listening to us. Uh... No, I, if you don't like cereal, don't <laughs> listen to the podcast. Don't listen at all. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, because I have family and friends that listen to this, and uh, I, I appreciate it. Like, I, I just have fun talking. I really do. And I've oh, this has been a dream of mine for so long. And 
I feel like you're you're enjoying it too, right? Yeah, this okay. is a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to editing the two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> see you <laughs> later. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a great time. So thank you for listening. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week. We have an episode planned next week. I don't want to give too much away, but it might be different than normal because it's an episode where the guest doesn't like cereal. Dun, dun, is that fair? To, is that fair to say he doesn't like cereal? Yeah, cereal hater. He's a notorious cereal a hater. A notorious cereal hater. Yeah. The enemy. The enemy will be on next week, guys. Mm-hmm. So please tune into that episode. We have a really fun cereal to review of that episode, too. So, yeah, we're going to be trying to release an episode every two weeks. That's the goal. We will release this one, and then we do have one coming out next week. But after that, we're going to move to a bi-weekly release schedule. So hopefully we'll have an episode releasing on Valentine's Day and then two weeks after that. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time on Frosted Takes. Frosted Takes.